Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Today's episode is Latina Barbie on weight. I gotta be honest, I'm 46 years old and weight has pretty much been on the forefront of those 46 years. So when I was putting this episode together, I wasn't quite sure of which way I want to go with this. So I will apologize in advance. Just go with me on this. I will probably have to do a couple of episodes because weight in some way, shape or form has always been a part of my life. I remember being a little girl and just with shopping. I knew I had to have different shopping habits. I couldn't wear patterns. I couldn't wear stripes. I had to, if you all listened to my one of my first episodes, it was so exciting for me to get the Sears catalog book and go right to Pretty Plus. And I was probably like in third and fourth grade and it was elastic waists, never ever tucking clothes in. And it was a lot of solids, just in fact, right now, if I, and it's so funny because my husband will ask me, did you get the same shirt in different colors? And normally I, I do because even though I've lost quite a bit of weight, and I'll talk about that in a second, I still shop the same. I'm, I'm a very plain shopper because I haven't really explored of, it sounds kind of weird, but I haven't really explored what I look like in fashionable clothes because I never wore fashionable clothes. It was boring clothes. It was almost, it was almost like I wore clothes so that I wouldn't stand out, if that makes sense. I, I don't know. I just, um, if you look at my closet now, of course, because of the industry that I work in, all of my clothes is black. I just realized, um, when I got this acting gig, they had asked if I could show them some colored shirts, like business shirts. I don't have any colored shirts. Why would I wear colored shirts? I wear cotton, uh, very simple clothes. On the plus size, the plus size, on the plus side, on the good side of this was when I was looking for my clothes in my closet, I realized as I was trying on a bunch of blouses since last March, because that's when COVID hit, I haven't had to dress up. So it's been really cool because a lot of the clothes that I had last year are too big for me now. So that was a plus. The negative side is I still don't find myself wanting to go shopping because really where and when am I going to dress up for? Um, since we're all kind of like on lockdown. I mean, I don't even go out to eat. If we do, we go get our food, we come home or we eat in the car. So I'm just in that weird space. I'm still trying to figure out my body, figure out my size and trying to figure out what looks good and what doesn't look good on me. I will say this though, I was super shocked because as business wardrobe, I had to tuck in my blouse. And I didn't look that bad. Now, I know those of you who are listening, you've never had a weight problem, but I gotta tell you, my highest weight was 239 pounds. And I was pretty much that weight up until I was like 24, 25, maybe younger. I can't really, under, I can't really remember, but I first started Weight Watchers um, about, yeah, early 20s. In fact, I was working at the gas station and two of my coworkers who were also overweight, 
they said, hey, let's let's join Weight Watchers on, on Thursday nights. And I was like, okay, cool. Because to me, it was social. It was cool. Like, we're going to go to happy hour after Weight Watchers. So I stayed. It took me about two months to lose the first 10 pounds. And normally on Weight Watchers, it can take somebody a week to lose like the first five pounds because, you know, your body's literally in shock. Now, I got to tell you though, leading up to this, again, remember, I'm Latina Barbie and I go on tangents left and right. Leading up to this, I've tried all the type of diets. I, oh my gosh, what kind of diets did I try? Okay, I remember in middle school, my mom brought home, and don't get me wrong, my mom never said a word about weight to me at all. She just happened to bring home this piece of paper and it was lose 10 pounds in three days. Does anybody remember that? It was like you ate a half a grapefruit, um, maybe like a can of tuna, a hard boiled egg. Do you know how many times I tried that and I only made it to dinner the first day? I guess I didn't really feel like I had to lose weight that bad, but I did. I also remember Slim Fast. And I did, I think in high school, I did Slim Fast because I remember my junior year working at the gas station, I would bring a can of Slim Fast. Then I was hungry and I would go next door to Carl's Jr. and get like a, a bacon Western cheeseburger. So weird. Then I remember, oh, I remember this in elementary school. I don't know if you remember those like magazines that we would get as teenagers or, you know, young kids. And on the back, it always had like classifieds or things like that. Well, I remember they had a, a weight, I don't know if it was Weight Watchers or just like a weight loss camp at the local college, but they charged so much money. I never even asked my mom and dad because I just knew the answer would be no. Like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't want to make them feel bad about having to say no to their chubby daughter who wants to lose weight. I also remember going to visit my dad. Um, he had an apartment in Mexicali, so he worked there and then... Um, on the weekends, he would come home, and I loved to go visit him during the week and stay with my nana and my cousins, and sometimes he would bring me over to his job, and it was fun, and you know, there's th certain things that people say to you that stick, and the biggest thing that one of his friends said to me was, Ay, Ruben, tu hija está tan, tan bonita, pero tan gordita. Now, if you don't know Spanish, it's not really pretty. It's, your daughter is so pretty, but she's so chubby. I, I just, that one just stuck to me. Um, so yeah. <laughs> now, I already told you guys about my legs and my calves. In fact, I find myself checking other women's legs out all the time. Like as if, oh, what would I look like if I had legs like that? Um, even women's bodies I check out because, and believe me, I'm, 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 I'm married to a man, but there's something about another woman's physique where it's more like admiration or kind of like, what would I look like if I had looked like that? I got to be honest with you, even at today I weighed in at 154. Yeah. Some people might say you're not heavy, but I am inside. If that makes sense to any of you, like I still feel the heaviness, but I don't look heavy or at least I don't feel like I look heavy. In fact, I'll tell you, um, when I was, when I first started Weight Watchers, I was doing a lot of weights and even at 175, I looked like I weighed like 130 because I was tight, right? I was lifting weights. 
Um, I hardly ever did cardio. And then now at 46, I can't remember the last time I lifted a weight. <laughs> I don't know why it's something switched. I know weight would be weights, lifting weights would be good for me, but I still go to cardio. And I think it's more because I'm married now to doing 10,000 steps a day. Go figure that one. I'm still trying to like unwrap that in my own head. Okay, let me get back to being on Weight Watchers. As a treat for going in and weighing in on a Thursday, every Friday morning, I would treat myself to an iced mocha with a bagel with cream cheese. Now, for those of you who know anything about Weight Watchers, you're or don't know anything about Weight Watchers, you're given a set amount of points and every food that you consume has a points tied to it. So it does make it very easy. And, and I just wanna to stress to this, I love Weight Watchers, I'm still on it. I've included intermittent fasting with my lifetime success now. A bagel by itself is probably about six points. Add cream cheese, you're looking probably at another four points. And ice, ice mocha, I, I can't even remember, maybe five or six points. And at that time, I was only able to have like 23 points. So you figure that out. How am I supposed to eat for the rest of the day? But it didn't matter. It was kind of like my little treat, my little dessert to myself. And of course, it was always in the form of food. Some people treat themselves to a manicure or pedicure. I treated myself to food. I was okay with it. It made me happy. Like I said, it took about two months to lose 10 pounds. And really, because... I didn't trust the program. Like there was something in me going, there's no way I could lose weight with eating real food. Now, just so you know, it wasn't Weight Watchers food, quote unquote. It was regular food that you just consume. And I remember working out for the first time. There was a, a gym in my hometown and there was like a row of treadmills, like the treadmill to the very, very like left of them was kind of like in a dark shadowy place. That's where I always walked on the treadmill. And I would walk on that treadmill for about an hour. I also did, for those of you who remember, I did the Richard Simmons Sweatin' to the Oldies. You should have seen me in my, in my, um, in my living room doing Sweatin' to the Oldies. It was, yeah, I was almost like, it's weird. People go to the gym to lose weight, but if you're not fit, like I was not fit. I mean, remember 239 pounds, I was like a tank. Like I was a size 20, maybe size 22. I was heavy and, and there's like a stigma about going to the gym. Like almost like I saw all these beautiful people working out, but isn't a gym for people to lose weight or to help them lose weight? So I just felt really weird about going to the gym. Not anymore. I actually canceled my membership due to COVID walking outside with Hills. I was able to get a really good workout anyways, and I never went back to the gym. So I ended up losing 10 pounds and then I kept going, kept going, kept going, feeling really good about myself. Now, for those of you who are wondering what happened to my two friends, I would say they stuck with me for about four or five months and then they both quit, but I didn't. Every Thursday night I was there weighing in, you know, participating in the meetings, making new friends. They're my Weight Watcher friends. So it was a great experience. Then I got down to about 175 and then I stopped. And believe me, that was not my goal. I don't know what happened. It was almost like I was maybe letting my body and my mental state kind of align, I guess. Like it was weird because society really, really treated me differently. And when I say society, I mean men. 
at 239 pounds, I was never a threat to anybody. And I'm not saying I'm a threat now. I'm just saying like when it comes to being with a guy, I was the friend. I was like, I mean, you don't know how many times I would go out with a guy and it was never really like an official date. It was more like, Hey, do you want to go see a movie? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And you know, at 239 pounds, I wouldn't think anything more of it anyways. And you don't know how many times a guy would tell me, Oh my gosh, you're so easy to talk to. Well, if that was my biggest trait, then okay. But I wanted to be kissed. I wanted to be hugged. I wanted to be wanted. And I didn't find that until I started losing weight. And it's funny because then sometimes those same guys, because remember, we were just friends, they saw me differently. And then I got angry. I got angry like, how dare you think I'm quote unquote, you know, better looking, hotter at 175, but I was the same person inside the whole entire time. And because I had an extra 25, 35, 45, maybe an extra 45 pounds on me, I wasn't desirable. And now that I quote unquote looked a certain way, now you wanted to quote unquote get with me? No. And I gotta tell you guys, like I got angry. I was, I was that angry little 175 pound person who was angry at the same people that rejected me physically in the first place. And I didn't, I didn't realize that it was, well, actually, I still don't know if it was their fault or my fault or society's fault. I think now as society is starting to be more accepting of heavy people, not even overweight people, because I got to tell you, if you're 125 pounds right now and you put on five pounds, it is the same exact feeling as if you're 175 pounds and you put on one pound. It doesn't matter. It's all relative is what I tell people. Because even if I look at a friend who says, oh my gosh, I've put on weight, I know exactly what they're feeling, no matter what. And I would love to be 125 pounds. I mean, I just wish everybody everybody would realize that we're all the same inside. It's like this shell. There is a reason why people carry weight on them. I mean, just watch 600 pound life and you'll know exactly why people put shells on and shells is those extra layers of fat. I will tell you that at 175, you know, I felt good. I still don't, well, I do know now why I stopped. I moved to LA, I continued with Weight Watchers and then as I moved back down to San Diego in uh, 2000, let's see, 10, 9, 10, 2008, August of 2008. <laughs> I always like, I, everything starts with like the day I got married and then that's like where my time frame happens. <laughs> so, okay, I got married 10, 9, 10. Okay, so two years before that, I moved down to San Diego in August and I was at 190. And then when I met my husband, you know, we ended up going out to eat a lot. And I'm, I've never been really one of a, like I've, I've never really, cooked a lot. And what I did cook was very simple food. Remember I lived alone. I lived with roommates. So it was like scrambled eggs with mushrooms and spinach. Like that was my go-to meal. I know super, super boring. I haven't gotten any better since then. But when I met my husband, it was, you know, going out on the weekends. It was eating out, drinking. Um, I had just discovered beer because my husband was a huge Bud Light drinker and I was a wine drinker. I was a lady. But then he introduced me to beer and now I'm the connoisseur of all different types of craft beers and he kind of just stopped drinking. <laughs> Funny how roles change. 
when we got married, I was 190 pounds between October and February of 2011. I gained about 20 pounds. I wasn't happy. I mean, I was happy in my relationship. I finally found somebody who really honored me, loved me for exactly who I am, not what I looked like. On February, I think it was February 13th of 2011, I went back to Weight Watchers and I felt defeated, you guys. Like, I mean, when you've lost a lot of weight and it's so funny, it's so funny because at 175, I was still considered overweight, but as my weight crept up, then that's when I realized I had a weight problem. It was so weird. It was almost like at 239, I just conformed to this is me. This is my normal is 239. This is what you're going to get. Not that I could do better for myself. So I understand when, again, when my thin friends say, oh my God, I put on five pounds. Like I understand, I just put on 20. So I totally get it. <laughs> so in fact, one quote came to me and I might post this on my Instagram page was a before and after picture. And the quote, the quote would say, whether you've lost one pound 90 times or have lost 90 pounds one time, it is still the same struggle. Can I get an amen right now? Seriously, like that to me was like a light on moment. Like, wow, like it is the same struggle. So I know I keep talking about that over and over again, but anyways, so, oh, sorry guys, that was my computer. Virus and threat protection is off. Please, nobody hack my computer. Anyways, so um, yeah, I went back to Weight Watchers. I started losing weight and I went to therapy because I was going to be damned if I was going to be putting weight back on again. Now, I wasn't really planning on talking about this part this soon, but you know what? Who cares, right? We're all, we've, we've all, we're all damaged somehow. And it's what we do with the damaged pieces and how we put them together that counts. Woo! Life lesson. I remember going to see a therapist for the first time and I was talking to her saying, look, I don't know what's going on with me. I lost a lot of weight at one time. I put a lot of weight at one time. And now I want to make sure it was like my insurance policy that I don't want to lose weight again, only to only for it to creep up. And I needed to kind of figure out why that was happening or why it happened. So that was my first therapy appointment. Um, it was great. And then my second therapy appointment, I'll never forget, I was on the treadmill. Now this time I'm living in San Diego, I'm living in a condo and we have like a community workout center. And it was great because during lunchtime, there was nobody in this gym and I would literally knock out an hour, incline 15% at 4.0 and I held on for my dear life. But my calorie burn showed a thousand calories in an hour. Now look, you and I both know that those machines at the gym aren't always telling the truth. But in my mind, it was all about me seeing one. Actually, it was in my mind it, to see 999 because the machine never went to 1,000. And I'll never forget, I was on the treadmill after my first therapy appointment and I knew what was going on. I knew that, um, and I'm not going to talk about this too much because I'm not really ready, about, ready for it. Not that it was huge, but I had some childhood trauma and that's all I'm going to say because that's all I'm going to say. It's my podcast. <laughs> Wink, wink. Um, so I went to see my second, my second session with my therapist and the first things I told her was, look, this is what happened to me. 
and I'm ready to kind of just work through it. Let's let's get this out of my system. Let's un let's unwrap whatever childhood tra trauma I had. I want to make sure that I don't go back there. So we did this great work. Um, like it was just this kind of therapy work where I'm actually speaking to the people who have hurt me in the past. And it really unleashed these tears, like this pent upness in my body. I felt, first of all, I felt like I ran a marathon after that therapy session, but I felt so much lighter. And I'm not talking about weight, you guys. I'm talking about like this black cloud over my head of weighing me down, adding these layers of fat to my body as a shield when it was all unnecessary. Because at the end of the day, whatever you guys went through as a child, if you're overweight now, go back, handle it and move forward. Because I really feel that's what I did. And from that one session, I wrote articles, I wrote letters, I literally just spewed my guts out on paper. I haven't put weight back on. Now, I'm not gonna say it was like a fix all thing. All I'm saying is that we have to release more than just pounds. We have to release emotions. And if you hold on to those emotions for so long, I'm a true believer, but that's how heart attacks happen. I really feel like your body, your internal part of your body, if it holds on to something that you felt ashamed of, whatever you're holding on to, that that shit is going to come out in one way or another. That shit came out in my layers of fat. Where is your shit gonna come out? What kind of anxiety do you have or thoughts that you have? You know, how do we act out on things that we feel emotionally? I, I, I gotta be honest with you and tell you that uh, my Nana had a stroke and she was not a very nice person. And if any of my family members are listening to this, I'm sorry, but that's just how I saw Nana, my Nana Kika. And she just had so much anger inside her and you know, it came out, she, she had a stroke. And sometimes people build up so many things inside them. And please, you guys don't judge me on this. This is just how I think. It doesn't mean that this is science or anything like that. This is just my opinion of how I see life. So just take it for what it is. But I just really feel like you really need to take care of yourself emotionally and internally. And I'm still doing it, you guys. I'm 46 years old. This happened. I got married 10 years ago. Oh no, 11 years ago, 10, 9, 10. Yeah. Um, so this was work that just happened to me when I was like 35, 36 years old. And 10 years later, I still struggle with eating and feelings and things like that. So this isn't like a, uh, you know, one and done. Um, in fact, I still see my therapist here and there just to check in. And, and it's so cool because when I see her now, well, we do FaceTime nine times out of 10, the more I talk, I kind of just, I think myself out of the problem, if that makes sense. Like she can ask one question and a half an hour later, I have the solution and it was inside me the whole time. I just needed someone to pull it out. Along with therapists, I will tell you this, find yourself a really, really good group of friends. I would tell you I am super blessed because my girlfriends will call me out on my shit. Won't you? <laughs> so anyways. Thank God for friends. I mean, God did not give me sisters, but damn, he gave me some really, really good friends. Guys and girls, I'll tell you. Anyway, so that was, I, I, I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know where this episode just like 
started and went. I think I was in elementary school and now I'm 46 and you guys are going to have to fill in the rest. I will do another episode on weight, but I guess my whole point of this episode was just the releasing of emotional baggage. Um, it, that shit weighs you down and it doesn't always have to be in weight. It can be in just this emotional angst. I'm not afraid to be who I am. And I, I, and I had to preface that. I've never really been afraid to be who I am um, because I had armor around me. But as the armor was shedding and shedding and shedding, I had to be okay with being looked at. I had to be okay with being me. I had to be okay with staying the same person who I've always been and looking different to other people. Because sometimes when I look in that mirror, I sometimes still don't recognize myself. Sometimes I think, why the hell did it take me so long to lose all this weight? And then on the flip side, I always think, I've had a really good life despite being overweight. I've never not done stuff because I was overweight. It's not like when you lose weight, it's like this special moment. In fact, I was telling my girlfriends this, that you know, I hit lifetime with Weight Watchers in August. Now, that's a 10-year long scenic route is what I say I took. But going from 239 and I'm, like I said, I'm currently about 154. I kind of felt like I wanted this big party, but nothing changed. It was just a number on the scale that was going down. I felt like, okay, great. I hit goal. Now what? There isn't a now what? It's just, you just keep going. Whether I stay at 154, whether I go down to 150 for another four pounds. It doesn't really matter because my environment hasn't changed. I have changed, I would say, a little bit inside, but I think I'm more willing to share what I've gone through with more people because I'm realizing that everybody goes through some type of challenge in their life. I'll be 100% honest right now with Weight Watchers is I'm struggling right now because let's just be real. Weight Watchers is in the business of helping people lose weight. And it's fantastic for that. Don't get me wrong. Every week we have our meetings, we weigh in. The accountability is exactly what I need. But what happens after you've hit your lifetime goal? Like that's what I feel like I need to create is a lifetime group of people who struggle to stay at lifetime. It's not like Weight Watchers has like this lifetime program, like, you know, Weight Watchers 2.0 because I'm still meeting with people who are still struggling to lose weight. And yes, those feelings are still the same. I'm not gonna you know, take that away from anybody. But being at Lifetime, it's the questions of, do I wanna keep going? You know, There's a level of satisfaction where you're like, yes, I made it, I got my charms, I'm great, I've, I've, you know, I'm learning to balance out my food and my life and everything's going great. But I still need that support. I want the support from people who are going through what they say, you know, lifetime challenges. Again, I mentioned it earlier, I don't know, what, 20 minutes ago, about how I still need my body and my mental state to align again. Um, because I look differently. My face, if you don't know me, or if you take a look at my Instagram account, Latina Barbie underscore, sorry, shameless plug, my face has changed. That, I guess that's where I'm gonna leave it at. Like. I don't know. There's not, there's probably a couple lessons in today's episode. You know, you guys know, I always like to like end with like, what's today's lesson. Okay. Today's lesson. Unwrap that shit that you're carrying because no matter how old you are, 
what you look like, what weight you're at, it's always inside you. And that's what's really holding us down sometimes without realizing it. And it's okay to face things because that is part of life. I, that one took a long time. And I'm actually going to talk about that part when it comes to me talking about my marriage. Because if you're married, you know it's not all happiness 24-7. It's, it's, it's work. But it's not work that's not worth it. Because at the end, everything you do in life, it's worth it. It might not seem like that during the work. But when you reach your goals and your destination, that shit was all worth it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve. Mwah.